If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self-sewn. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Sewn Wardrobe podcast and live broadcast. I am your host, Mallory Donahue, getting my microphone all set up. Oh, hey, Betsy, how you doing? And uh, just a reminder to everyone that this week's live broadcasts are brought to you by our Patreon account. Hi, Kate and Fred. Um, And uh, it's good to see everyone joining in live. If you don't know what a Patreon account is, I am going to explain that a little bit more later. And just a very big, huge thank you to everyone who has contributed to the Patreon already. We hope to make it sort of a, like, you know, a special, I don't know, sort of inner circle of friends. Uh, you know, the the self-sewn wardrobe group is already really special. But the Patreon, I think we're going to be able to um, do some really cool things with that. So, hey, Riley and Kim and Lauren. Uh, Bethany, I think, joined. I don't know if I said hello to her. So, good morning to everyone. Uh, and if you do know what a Patreon is and you're wanting to contribute, I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But you can just go to sewhere.com slash Patreon if you would like to. That's sewhere.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and you will find our Patreon there. Hey, Marty, how you doing? She says she finally gets to join, and hi to Debbie. So it's really been uh, a wonderful year. Uh, it's It's almost a year since I started doing live broadcasts, I think. I believe my first one was in October of 2016, um, at the beginning of October. So it is right now, August 23rd. So it's almost September. So it's almost been a year and I have made a lot of really wonderful sewing friends in this group. And then like you guys have become friends with each other, uh, via this group and other social media. It always really tickles me when I see group members commenting on each other's Instagram posts and, uh, liking each other's Facebook pages. I think it's really cool that there's so much support. Hey, Beverly. Sorry, guys. I'm There's a dry erase board getting fresh with me underneath this table. I'm just going to move it. <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> okay, so I just want to I, – I plan on doing a blog post about this, but I just want to talk to people a little bit today about what, um, like, not rules of the group or, like – missions of the group. I don't know, but some things that have come up recently that we have dealt with. Hey, Lisa, how you doing? Um, Okay, so I think that what really set off some of our um, uh, getting, letting us define our true colors and our, the vibe that Betsy says, the vibe, (laughs) was that I wrote a post a while back and I mentioned that I was, uh, and I, I won't mark this ec- episode as explicit, and I know that sometimes people have kids uh, watching here, but on Facebook I wrote um, with text that I was effing tired. Um, you know, I, uh, I don't think I wrote out the word all the way. I used an asterisk for the U. But a lot of people responded with, you know, 
go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> and and I was talking about like, sort of like thinking about work or thinking about doing something fun or thinking about going to sleep. And um, I got a some feedback on that post about someone, you know, not appreciating the language. And I can respect that. Um, it, definitely, it's not everybody's cup of tea. Um, but I got a lot more responses on the post with everybody sharing Samuel L. Jackson's, you know, GTFTS, yeah, <laughs> video, you know, go the blank to sleep. And so I know that it, you know, being a sort of a public figure in an online space, there's a very fine balance that you have to strike between being yourself and then like being welcoming, et cetera, et cetera. And I kind of needed to decide, you know, what are we going to do? And the truth is that I do swear often. Um, <laughs> And my mom swears even more. <laughs> so as I got some feedback from this group member about how, um, you know, beauty starts from the inside and it's not from our clothes, uh, you know, I was like, I, I just, I, I, I said to her that there will be adult language used in this group. Sometimes it's how we get our point across, and we also, we don't use it to to harm others. That is against the rules. I think that's a good rule. That's a rule I'm enforcing. And Diana says, why would someone try to police your language? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I kind of thought the same thing. I see lots of things on the internet that I don't like. Rarely do they have to do with a swear word. Um, most of the time they have to do with other things. And I'll simply pass on by, or I will make a note, or something like that. Like, I don't I don't like this page. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this group. I, I do it for all sorts of reasons. And I don't think that swear words are the biggest evil in the world, you know. Uh, so anyway, we do swear here. Uh, in the group, It you are not allowed to swear at people, okay? And we're not allowed to call people names either. <laughs> so uh, I do know that there are people in this group who are younger than me, but I also know that there are a lot of people in this group who are older than me. And I, I don't mean to speak down to anyone, but, uh, you know, someone shared someone shared a picture of um, a political figure, shared a picture of Hillary Clinton wearing a, a caftan, and they said that Hillary had drunk the caftan Kool-Aid which is a hashtag that was coined here, I believe, between um, Lonnie and Kate, one of them, okay? Uh, one of them coined it, which is really funny because the, the Charlie Caftan pattern is a pattern that all of you have been making, okay? Uh, and it's been wonderful. And so Hillary Clinton's wearing this caftan. Yeah, and Amanda, you posted the picture of Hillary Clinton. And, you know, people are like, oh, good color on her or uh, ha-ha, different from the pantsuit. And... I think um, you can look back at our previous broadcasts and you can see that I voted for Hillary Clinton. And you can also see other group members saying, I'm very happy that, uh, you know, we can have these conversations like this. And I know for sure, 100 percent, that there are people in this group who did not vote for Hillary Clinton and who don't like her. And da, 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 da. Anyway, um, you know, she's wearing a caftan. So uh, she, there was a group member who decided to get very combative and call her an old hag. And we don't do that. We don't call anybody an old hag, regardless of <clears throat> party affiliation or political, you know, active 
whatever, you know, their political status. We would not tolerate that of anyone um, or a young hag. (laughs) That's not okay. So we don't name call and we don't shame. Another thing that came up uh, was the Tata towels. Boy, did this get a really passionate response from people. And this group is not made up of solely women. There are men in this group, men who sew, uh, men who are making clothing for themselves, for other people. Uh, people who identify as men um, in this group, masculine identifying individuals. And uh, the Tata towel was shared. <laughs> and people, <laughs> uh, people got really angry about that. Oh, Bethany, I just want to go back to this because Bethany posted a really thoughtful comment. As far as swearing goes, I personally don't like it, but I realize not my group, not my choice. And I find that the info in the group is worth it to me, is is worth it to me and to deal with it and move on. Thanks, Bethany. I mean, I appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I definitely do realize that it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I think we can also realize that there are certain, there are certain aspects to our personality. I, I mean, I know this sounds really shallow, but... You know, I was really feeling authentically effing tired at that moment, and so I shared it. And um, I think when it comes from a place like that, maybe it's a little easier to understand. Just like I don't agree with, you know, everybody else's, you know, uh, you know, ideologies or their actions or whatever. But when it comes from a place of, you know, authenticity, I feel like it's a little bit easier to understand it. So um, anyway, uh, the ta-ta towels, though. Tata Towel, if you're unfamiliar, it is a small business that kind of blew up overnight. And uh, <laughs> it is a, a piece of fabric that goes around your neck and then underneath your breasts. And it's supposed to soak up um, boob sweat whilst you are getting ready. So I don't know if you've ever gotten out of the shower or the tub and like you're hot and you don't want to put on your bra yet, you know, but you can put this on and it can soak up the sweat. And it just really got kind of interesting because people were like, oh, that's, in, you know, odd. Or um, people said, don't wear that out of the house. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, this is disgusting, et cetera, et cetera. So we don't shame people for what they wish to wear. Okay. That is really important here. And Lisa says, I'm only interested in sewing information. Can't we just share that and leave the rest? Well, it can get a little bit, you know, the, the lines can get a little blurred. Um, and so I don't want to discourage anyone from saying, Hey, I'm having this problem. And then I want to sew this thing our, our identities, our personal lives can sometimes really get caught up in sewing. We sew for our bodies. We sew for sometimes like health problems and things like that, you know. Uh, so, you know, I know that that sort of thing is going to come up. And I think that, as Bessie said, the vibe that we put forth in the group does really encourage mostly the sewing talk, you know. But this month, once again... With all the underwear talk, there was a lot of talk about menstruation and genitalia. And I mean, to me, how very relevant to underwear are those conversations. And a few people were talking about making um, making the menstrual underwear uh, in order to, you know, absorb blood, etc. And there were people who, once again, were very shaming in their language. 
I mean, I'm a little baffled by it, but sometimes there can be some fine lines and we don't always realize we're shaming, okay? We don't always realize that our gut reaction to something can be hurtful uh, or maybe like attacking to someone else. So I think it's important to keep that in mind. So if somebody says, hi, I'm making these, you know, period underwear, and then like, okay, periods aren't like the most amazing, you know, wonderful thing in the world. Like, I mean, yeah, like it can be messy and stuff. But when you go, oh, that's disgusting. This is gross. This is, you know, that can be taken to think to, for that person to be like, oh, like, I shouldn't have talked about this. I'm gross. I'm bad. You know, like, that's not what we want to do here. You know, uh, you can say that's not for me. Um, but yeah, the posts were reported. If they mentioned menstruation or genitalia, I kept them. I'm in charge. <laughs> so I get to I get to do that. Um, but I just want us to, to keep that in mind. And even... Uh, I, I have to be careful about this because sometimes I'll see a garment and I'm like, oh, my God, I know I look so stupid in that, you know, and I don't say that. I don't really come out and say that, but I will I will come out and say it about Carmen's dress because I, I feel like I kind of know Carmen a little. And uh, she's made the Tilly and the Buttons dungaree dress. She looks objectively adorable. Okay. <laughs> she looks so cute. And I'm just like, in my mind, I think I will never buy that pattern. It would make me look so dumb. But if I were to comment that on Carmen's post, like, how productive would that be? <laughs> what, what would that really add to the conversation? You know, like, what? And so I, I've often kind of branded or labeled this group a thoughtful community of stitchers. And so just think about that before you comment. And be like, oh, maybe, maybe this isn't really adding anything like valuable to the conversation, you know. And then Robbie, uh, she is working on um, some uh, woven t-shirts. And she is, she worked on the easy tee, which is my pattern, like which is our self-drafting course. And uh, she she was like, I just don't like the way this fits. And now she's working on the scout tee, which is another woven tee pattern. She's not liking the way it fits. And I'm like, you know, um, Robbie, this has been like woven tea city for you. And you are not liking them. I'm like, maybe it's just not your cup of tea. She's like, yeah, you know, maybe not. Like, <laughs> so um, the uh, that kind of discussion, I think, can be productive. And then, of course, with with advice and uh, the consideration of shaming, etc. This can get into this gray area, like me making that comment to Robbie. And I, I feel like I know her uh, pretty well. And I, I did comment later and said, I hope you didn't take my comment as snarky. But the concept of good and bad fit. Think about this. Um, some people are happy with certain silhouettes on themselves that maybe you would not be happy with on yourself. Or I wouldn't be, you know, happy with on myself. And I, I think to myself, that, you know, maybe in my brain I'm like, that does not, like, fit the way I would want something to fit. But if it fits the way they want it to, that's what's important. And so once again, this idea of thoughtfulness can come into play. So if somebody's saying, asking for feedback or something like that, you can say, well, how are you envisioning this fitting on your body or something like that? And that's where I think that um, we had a sponsor – 
was that last week or the week? No, week before. The My Body Model sponsor, who uh, it was a Kickstarter and it's fully funded. I'm very happy. Thank you to all of you who contributed to that too. Um, Erica is developing an app where you can put in your measurements and see, you know, it gives you like a croquis um, of yourself, a little, a little body model, a little something to sketch on. And what I think this can do, you don't have to be like a fabulous artist or anything, but what it can do is give you a bit of an objective view of your body. Maybe you'll be able to see my top is much larger than my bottom. My bottom is much larger than my top, you know, or something like that. And you can see how these Everything about fit is all about proportion. It's really not about numbers so much as ratios, okay? So I think that that is really important. Uh, and I That's why I was really excited about that program and getting to partner up with them. And uh, that can be very important. So be, be careful. I've uh, Mom and I have had private conversations where we have said like, oh my gosh, this like, you know, doesn't look good or whatever, like, you know, about something we've seen or, you know, something we've seen in the store. Um, but, you know, it really does make a make a difference when you're speaking to an actual, you know, person. And the, all the people in this group, we're all people. It's run by people. It's run by me and mom and Sam also uh, have some you know, veto power and stuff like that. So keep that in mind as you're going around and uh, being in the group and that we also don't shame people for bodily functions and things like that. I'm going to break here for a second and talk about our Patreon. (laughs) So um, I was thinking about some of the work that goes into the Facebook group and uh, the approval of members. I am trying my best. This is a very large group now. It is a... um, I think we're at like 7,600 members. And having a large group is fabulous, but I really want to go for quality over quantity of members. This is supposed to be a place where you can get good feedback, good inspiration. I don't want it to get spammy. Um, I don't want it to get uh, catty and backstabbing, and so that's why I work to kind of um, set the vibe. And so uh, I am very careful about who I let in, and I screen those people um, before letting them in the group. And if they have not answered the questions that come up when you try to join the group, I try to remind them to answer them. And sometimes there can be over 400 requests per day. And I end up deleting probably about a quarter of those and then approving maybe about a third and then reminding the other people to answer the questions. And so this takes time. Uh, moderating, uh, keeping keeping the vibe going is about, you know, me and mom and Sam uh, coming in here, commenting on posts, giving advice, uh, helping people out, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, you know, that's what we uh, – that, that's – what we spend kind of hours of our day doing. And so if you like the group and if you like the podcasts and the live broadcasts, you can support the group by giving to our Patreon. And Patreon is sort of like, it's like a modern word for patrons. So you can think of, uh, you can think of in the olden days of the Renaissance when the people would, you know, 
uh, be patrons to artists. And uh, what Patreon does, especially for a lot of uh, podcasters um, and video game designers or uh, video makers or things like that, uh, they provide a way for the audience to basically just contribute a monthly amount. And then you can, um, we as creators can provide um what do they call them? Rewards. Rewards in return. And so we've got a few levels of our Patreon. You can also pledge whatever amount you wish. Um, if you want to pledge a dollar a month to say, hey, thanks, this group is a little bright spot for me um, in my life or on the internet, that would be fabulous. Um, and then there is the top level, which has been the most popular level. This is I, I am flattered. It's a big surprise to me. I'm so excited about it. It is $18 a month, and it is access to a super, super private Facebook group where mom and I will do live broadcasts once per month, uh, a little bit more involved. With a little bit more production, we'll have Sam here. She'll be able to move the camera, etc. cetera. Um, and there are levels in between there. And I'm going to be designing the rewards. Actually, everybody gets... Uh, from the $3 and up, they get a physical reward. You're going to get like a love note, which is on a specially designed postcard. So if you're interested in supporting the group, what this will do is it'll go towards um, operating costs of the group, of the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, if you, uh, since this is our first month of doing this, if you pledge before September 1st and your, you know, your card gets charged on September 1st, it gets charged on the first of the month, um, you'll get an extra goodie. I'm going to design something that's just for these people. So um, keep that in mind. If you would like to contribute to the Patreon, you are going to get a little something special. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. Oh, Megan says it shouldn't be a surprise that people are happy to pay to keep you guys doing what you're doing. It's an amazing amount of work and it gets, and I get so much out of it as I'm sure everyone else does. Well, I appreciate that, Megan. And we really do. We have fun. This is almost, uh, for those of you who don't know, ZD and I and Sam, we all used to run a brick and mortar sewing store. And this is like our store now. You know, uh, the, the Facebook group is like our store. And so we, we really enjoy, we enjoy you all. I can't you, if you all are surprised at how nice the online community is, you can just take that level of surprise and multiply it by like 5,000, and that's my level of surprise. You know, a lot of businesses, a lot of podcasters, blah, 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 pattern companies were starting Facebook groups. I started one. I was a little hesitant because I'm part of some Facebook groups that I don't really enjoy. <laughs> And I have been absolutely amazed at the community here, and we want to just keep continuing to give back. Okay, so sohere.com slash Patreon if you wish to support us, and I'll be mentioning that in tomorrow's live broadcast as well. So anyway, no shaming. Um, no, uh, if you don't like cuss words, it might not be the group for you, and I bet like almost all other sewing groups are for <laughs> <laughs> are are devoid of cuss words, except for maybe the notorious uh, fabric group. So make sure that when you are commenting, it's thoughtful. If something makes you like, you know, cringe or uh, in disgust or something like that, maybe check it a little bit and make sure that if there was someone in front of you that you wouldn't be like, hey, you're a disgusting human being for wearing this, blah, 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 blah. So just keep that in mind. Uh, and 
I also want to talk a little bit, I'm, I'm not going to get into it too much, but I'm going to talk a little bit about inclusivity uh, in our language. So remember that uh, we have members of all genders here. It is, I believe, our group's pretty, you know, uh, female heavy for sure. And it's very, it's not super acceptable in a lot of places for men to be like, I sew for a hobby. This is a good time, you know? Uh, so when we are talking about inclusivity, we have some members in our group who have been very generous with their personal lives in helping to educate and bring awareness to the fact that they are transgender and that there are transgender people in the sewing space. And I think that is so fabulous. Um, they, uh, uh, I, I'm working on a little bit of like a partnered guest blog post right now with one of our members because I'm not a transgender individual, so I'll never be able to like speak to that experience. But we do um, have members who I just they're so generous with their time. I mean, no one, in my opinion, should have to like you know, justify their existence. But sometimes the um, the topic of gender or like what kind of uh, genitalia one has is really pertinent to sewing. <laughs> um, so uh, you, you know, somebody said, hey, I want to make leggings and I, uh, you know, is, is there room in your leggings pattern or is there a... Uh, is there a modification for voluminous genitalia? And, you know, we said, yeah, you know, it's it's taken care of in there. But, you know, there are some people who are male identifying uh, or uh, masculine, you know, expressive in the group. And they don't have the genitalia that one might sort of traditionally um associate with that gender identity. And so and then there are some people here who are wearing like floral patterns and yet they identify as males and so you know just keep that in mind as you're going around but every interaction I've seen in this group where someone's been like oh actually you know I am a male identifying person everybody's like oh excuse me thanks for telling me and that's been it you know and that's what just delights me so much about the group is that we are all I think pretty darn generous um with the fact that certain things aren't always communicated well online. Um, no one has gotten, you know, like overly offended, I don't think, about anything. Uh, and yeah, so just keep it in mind. And a few people have uh, expressed that they've learned some things they didn't, you know, know necessarily about some of the challenges faced by um, transgender people in the sewing community or uh, gay people in the sewing community etc, etc. And I feel like I walk, I, I try to like walk a fine line between like, being like, hey, we're the friendliest group on Facebook to, you know, <laughs> to be in, you know, for this reason, etc, etc. Like, I'm, I don't wish to make that like the defining feature in order to like, I think that some people could think it was sort of like maximizing profitability, um, saying, hey, you know, support us because we're the only people who support you or something like that. I want to make it so that it's more uh, acceptable in the general conversation. Um, but it goes along with educating 
people too about things that they may not know about and things that I may not know about. I This is all, you know, certain challenges to certain populations are very new to me. I am a cisgender, uh, heterosexual white lady. I'm like the demographic for sewing. I'm like, <laughs> you know, everything that's been created created in sewing has basically been like for me and for mom, you know, uh, we're, we're a really safe population to cater to. And so I have heard stories from other people who are people of color or who are native people and they feel you know, somewhat like marginalized or maybe, um, you know, some things have been appropriated from their culture, etc. in the sewing world. And so I'm trying to just make this sort of like a safe space for the discussion of such issues. And so I hope that our members who, you know, feel like maybe they haven't been represented in the sewing world can find their voice here and maybe even find the, uh, the, what do I want to say? The resources to start their own communities that can, you know, give them a voice. So anyway, I try to walk the, I don't want to be like, I'm so amazing. I am just, you know, uh, super accepting of everybody and I do everything right all the time. So anyway, (laughs) uh, just, just keep, just keep that in mind. Um, and these things, they do. They come up in sewing. It's part of our identity. Just like you're, you say, hey, I'm, uh, you know, someone might say I'm sewing a quilt for my granddaughter. You're making underwear for your genitalia, you know. <laughs> and so sometimes conversations come up that haven't traditionally been seen in the sewing world. But we're not going to shy away from them. And we're not going to shame people for wanting to have them. Okay. So just keep that in mind. I, I don't want to sanitize the group. I think that there's a place to talk about um, bodies and sometimes politics in sewing, and we can all do it in a respectful manner and take that opportunity when someone maybe is making something that we don't understand or maybe that we don't agree with and use it as a starting point for a conversation versus a starting point for name calling. And if we could get all the people who sew, um, who are nice, to come together and talk about such things. That would be great. <laughs> so anyway, um, I am going to sign off here. We have some catch-up work to do. For those of you who are very new to the group, I am very pregnant, or as Kate, Kate's meme says, uh, super pregnant. I'm super pregnant. And uh, I'm getting real tired. <laughs> So after the month of August, I think I'm going to be paring down the live broadcast to two broadcasts a week. Um, So next week I'll do three, and then I'm going to go to um, two, and I am going to take a little bit of a maternity leave of some kind when I have the baby, Um, and so whenever that is. And uh, I will keep you all up to date on that, but yeah, pretty tired, got some catching up to do. I need to write the blog post for the power mesh waistband on the leggings and edit guest blog posts that people have sent in that I'm so excited about and lots of other stuff. So anyway, you can uh, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm the self-sewn wardrobe and I sometimes post little, you know, updates randomly there so I don't spam the group with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, just keep 
Keep being amazing, everybody. I really love uh, everything that you're posting. I love the inspiration and uh, the community here. Uh, it's been fabulous. So uh, to everybody on all ends of the, you know, political spectrum, et cetera, et cetera, uh, it's wonderful to have you here. Okay, I hope you get something sewn today. I don't know if I will. I think I'm going to go, like, sit in my deep freeze because I'm so freaking hot right now and <laughs> try to cool off. Okay, um, I, will, I, I will talk to you all later. Have a fabulous day. If you're having trouble with your boobs and your belly and your thighs and your arms and ready-made clothing has lost its charms, join the group and listen to the cast about making clothes that fit and last self so